Welcome to another episode of Dumb Binge Binging. I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. This this, and... <laughs> this is going to be a lot of ground to cover this week. Yeah. For this week, we watched all three A Christmas Prince movies on Netflix. <laughs> the Prince Trifecta. <laughs> um, you really hyped this up for me. You were like, this is wild as shit. This was not. It is. Oh. They get attacked by wolves. They like. There's just a lot that happens. I didn't say any of it was important. I just said you, a lot happens. You did imply that a lot of it was interesting, or at least notable. I don't fucking. <laughs> None of it. <laughs> None of it fucking stuck. I cannot believe there were three movies of this because they all kind of, it felt like everything that happened in all three of them could have happened in the same fucking movie. Yeah, because there's so much extra stuff that happens. And none of it was like anything like, you're like, it gets hog wild. And I was like, waiting for it to be hog wild. But it's just like. Specifically, <laughs> I was referring to the moment where they get attacked by wolves in the forest. That means nothing. We've all seen Beauty and the Beast already. I don't remember anything from Beauty and the Beast. Oh my god, really? That's like the big I did thing. Not like it. She like runs away horseback. She gets attacked by wolves and the big fucking beast man comes out. <laughs> Goes beast what? mode. Um, then wolves takes her back to the castle. She patches them up. That's like the thing. Wild. <laughs> it left no impression on me because I've seen it before when I was like eight. I did really, really, really did not care for Beauty and the Beast when I was a kid. So I don't remember that. <laughs> More lore here. Okay. I just watched Aladdin four times a day. <laughs> That's a choice. I don't think I would ever. Not with Aladdin. <laughs> How do we want to do? We want to split this up by movie, <laughs> or we probably should. Okay, the third one I have like negative notes for so we'll be ending it on a high note um <laughs> um so the first movie like a journalist mm-hmm. um and she gets told to go to the country to like do a piece on the prince because Everybody thinks he's like this wild playboy prince, and so they want a story on him. Which, like, God, I wish that were true. (laughs) I wish we got some element of, like, 
like perhaps like a the ten things I hate about you moment where like she connects with the bad boy and she's like she's like clearly capable and headstrong as well because like a lot of her scenes like in her job she's clearly voicing the correct opinion opinion of her situation which is this fucking sucks i'm a glorified like like <laughs> ghostwriter and she doesn't even get paid for it she's just an editor forced to rewrite a whole fucking article every fucking week which is yeah so like we she she's smart she's able she doesn't like sugarcoat shit i wish we got like a 10 things i I kind of just wish we watched 10 Things I Hate About You. I know this is not Christmassy, but... I've never seen it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well. I don't watch rom-coms. I just watch romantic movies. God. Your taste I, is the, the comedy ruins it for me. It's the proposal. Oh, God. Ew. I hate you. Every time you reiterate something, like, you double down on this. It's, like, so disheartening. Like, how are you a human being? How do you live this life? How does this sate you? I watched three of these movies, and I just am tired. This whole (laughs) month has taken something from me. And I was really hoping we'd end out with a bang with the, the Netflix Christmas a uh, romantic movie trifecta the triforce of <laughs> christmas romance and it's just it's nothing these movies are so bland like when that's the point it's they're not stupid. supposed to be like exciting they should at least I don't be watch like these, i watch <laughs> these movies because i want to watch something boring that just gives me romance it doesn't though nothing of I, it I don't does. feel any romance from this. It's awful. That's your problem. God. <laughs> like it's Open sucks. your heart. That's not the issue here. <laughs> it is the issue. <laughs> don't convey any sort of like romantic relationship. It's just like No, they do. It's it feels like all the real heavy working development happened off screen, so it's not believable. Like, we get, like, a couple scenes of her walking in on him being, like, a decent dude. And we're just supposed to be like, oh, yes. No wonder. Yeah. That's it's all like... it takes. <laughs> it's not. That's not how I've, people I've... function. For far less. <laughs> oh, my God. This isn't the hosier song. You can't. That's not real. I can't. It's real. They got married over this. Yeah, I would. <laughs> oh my god. But let's continue on with our just just the original Christmas Prince. Um, I literally, for these uh, movies, I have just taken up to making notes of all the names, so I don't just keep calling people <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Vanessa. Um, Who wasn't from Chicago? She was from Chicago. She was from New York. No, 
I called yes, her. she was. I called her New York Vanessa, and then you said Chicago Vanessa. No, it was the other way around. No, it wasn't. I'm 90% sure she was from New York. You're going to go back and you're going to listen to it. You're going to find out I was right because I I'm not going to go back and listen to it. Well, then you're just going to have to live with the fact that I am saying this in the correct order and you are just being an ass. I'm Googling it. <laughs> have fun with that. Um, oh, it is Chicago. You're yeah. Right. Shut your mouth. I only need to be corrected once. (laughs) I say it wrong once and then I learn. Oh, I don't ever learn. (laughs) Clearly not if you continue to watch these shitty movies for fun. I love them. Like, by the end of it, one of my notes for this movie is literally, I'm going to read it word for word. I'm so worn out from all the awkward aborted sentences in these movies. Like, any fucking (laughs) time. It just kills me every single fucking time. Like it, it's, it's not novel anymore. It's not cute. It, it's so much screen time devoted to people not saying anything. And it doesn't help create a mood when there's fun, like, like little like trumpet music and like, brr, brr, like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'm so glad to have seen this for the fucking fifth time this month. <laughs> Kill me. It also doesn't help that, like, the Netflix ones are, like, the worst of the genre. Mm-hmm. And like, again, it's a no effect. I'm going to say it again. Netflix, I know you have money. Not Do for we- these, they don't. Like, so many of the Netflix originals aren't even like movies that Netflix produces. It's just like stuff they took from abroad and then put Netflix original on. Yeah, because that's part of the deal, like the distribution deal. Exactly. So it's like they have enough money to <laughs> to just devote any <laughs> any kind of semblance of effort into movies. Because like even yeah, but then- a different category. They're like real wor- world fantasy sci-fi a la bright. That sucks shit. What are they producing that's good? The Firefest documentary? Stranger Things. Stranger Th- oh. The yeah, Witcher. Okay, don't imply the Witcher's good. I don't I don't wanna know. <laughs> it's getting really good reviews, that's all I know. I don't wanna know. <laughs> I don't want any context for Witcher ever. (laughs) I'm just saying that's what they're spending all their money on. I guess Russian Doll. I don't know. What else is is. a Netflix original? (laughs) I need to know. Or just the new black. Oh, yeah. A lot of money going to that. Yeah. And again, I haven't watched it, but I haven't heard good things. They're still going to keep putting money in it, though, because that's, like, what got them attention. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a lot of baking shows I'm seeing. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
Anyways. They've got three very bad Christmas movies. I, yeah, this sucked something from my soul. And I am never going to be the same. This was your idea this month. I know. Because at least I can fill an hour of complaints. Yeah, I'm just saying. I am honestly, I don't know whether or not I'm more glad we chose to go this route over Nightmare Before Christmas because I don't know which one I would (laughs) hate more. (laughs) I really don't. Um, I don't, I honestly don't know if I'd have more to say for Nightmare Before Christmas. Maybe. I'd have a lot to say because it's one of my favorite movies. Then why'd you agree to this? That was never part of the plan for this month. It we was moved the that one. <sighs> but okay. So, what exactly? What was the differentiating plot for Christmas Prince other than she lied, and he is Prince? Um, they learned that he was actually a good person, and. Took his little sister sledding. He didn't even do that. She did. He went with them. He found them and then joined later. He didn't go with them. That was her idea. She's a good person. But jumping off of that, I do want to mention. No, I wasn't saying anything about that making him a good person. I said he's a good person and. They took the sister sledding. Those are separate points. <laughs> He's a good person, and he um, almost died by her bow. A lot of people have. Yeah. Very fun. Very fun thing to continue to have. In the, like, maybe after the first one, after she almost killed, a, a, like, two people that work in the castle, maybe don't let her pick up the bow again. Maybe don't let her be firing off arrows if she can't fucking control it. But they did. For three whole movies. Uh, I do want to round back a little and say that I do genuinely love the little sister for this, Princess Emily. She's so incredibly funny. Yeah. And it's like, very sweet. I I do like that even though we didn't spend a lot of time developing the romantic relationship, the time that we did spend away from that was developing like this very sweet, like mentor, like sisterly bond between um, Amber and Emily. So at least like, she's not. There's like a whole year that they were together that we don't see. Yeah. Their romantic relationship is developing more. Which, again, not a great thing for a movie about that to do. I don't mind. But. I I don't want to see all that. Oh, my God. It doesn't have to be boring. It's like they can't. They couldn't fucking think of, like, what's romantic. And it's so annoying. 
like we have to do the heavy lifting by just imagining different like scenes and it's like please no i don't need to imagine any of that i can just believe it at face value <laughs> open your heart that's not the issue it is the issue i'm just not naive you're not romantic enough i'm ugh. to be naive to be romantic these are very damning statements you're making about me, your friend. <laughs> Every day we do this for this month, we are growing farther and farther apart, and I will kill you before <laughs> we even reach a year of this podcast. I swear to God. <laughs> I wanted to do all the Rankin and Bass claymations. You readily agreed to this. This is not... Um, okay. So then... Count Simon is trying to become the king instead. Count Simon is so very fun. I love his, like, trilogy-wide character arc. (laughs) Because he never gets any fucking development. He just, like, forgets he's evil after the first one. I hate him. Oh my god, how? Every single time he's on screen, I stopped watching until he was gone. (laughs) He's so incredibly funny in the fact that it's like the most lazy villain that I've ever seen, and I adore it. I just like... like... (laughs) He's like, I think I'll be dastardly now. It's like, okay. Oh, God. And I didn't like um, the female counterpart for it, for this movie. What's her name? Yes, so Lady Sophia. (laughs) That was such a not character, you know? Yeah. I entirely forgettable. I really don't think, like, I know it's a trope, kind of, that, like, there has to be another woman in the mix. Like, she has to see, like, a kiss or, like, a lingering touch on the arm to, like, oh, no, what we have isn't real and I stand no chance kind of scene. But (laughs) it was maybe a five-second scene. And then, like... This character didn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, basically. She didn't need to be here. We could have had that same amount of, like, qu- romantic questioning with just Simon. Like, he could have pursued her a lot more. And, um... Or maybe he could have been a lot more ruthless in his ac- his attempt to acquire the crown, you know? <laughs> we didn't need this fucking, like... Barely named character who spoke maybe two lines of dialogue just to kiss the prince and then, like, almost marry his cousin. No, marry him. Oh, that's right. They completed the wedding. Yeah. Good for her. (laughs) 
Oh, that's so funny. I totally forgot because it's like part of his character for the second movie, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? I support her. Yeah, it's what he deserves. <laughs> get the, get that money, I guess. But <laughs> she didn't need to be here. <laughs> we could have had a full-ass movie without her. And yet... She's here. I just... I didn't mind her. No, yeah, exactly. Like, she wasn't in it enough. She didn't affect anything, really. It's just... Why are you here? <laughs> Why are we including this? We already had the fucking plotline about him not being the legitimate heir to the throne. Yeah. Which I'm shocked didn't like really factor into his reign in the second movie either. Nope, nobody brought it up ever. They're like, oh, conveniently we found the will that the king writ wrote and then left <laughs> in an acorn. Um, right, right during <laughs> Simon's coronation, and no one's gonna see. Like, call that out. It's like, hey, it seems a little fishy that that happened. We're gonna accept it. I mean, I know that the nation didn't want Simon as the king. But also, it's like... They were gonna crown him anyway for protocol. They weren't gonna go through protocol to check this shit? Nope. Simon that much, because he's they that They hate hateable. Simon that much. And Which, again, should. is incredibly fair. And correct to do. But, um, so, so funny. Again, that's, that's what adds to Simon's charm, in my opinion, is just the absolute fuckery that people are willing to go through. <laughs> just not have I to l- deal with him. It's so good. And it wouldn't work if he was, like, he wasn't such, like, a, like, a cartoonish shit heel. See, like, the only thing I like about Simon is the really mean things that the princess says to him. So mean. Like, all the time. I can't get over it. God, Emily's so funny. She's really fucking funny. I love that from the beginning, like, the first fucking scene of, with her in it, it is established that she is a little fucking bastard. I mean... yeah. Not the bastard that is still Prince Richard, but um, I guess technically does that count? Is he a bastard if he's adopted? I don't know. No. No. But um, Emily is not because she is the legitimate child of the late king and the queen. But she's so fucking funny. She's just here to cause me. I think I will cause problems on purpose. <laughs> she, God. She, like, was the shining star of these movies for me. Like, she's incredibly sweet and caring, and it doesn't feel at all contradictory to the absolute tomfoolery that she gets up to. Yeah. And, like, it's just such a well-written character. It She feels real. It, all of the scenes that she's in, but it's like, this is a 
15 year old i want to say like she's she's young and something like that yeah she is saving the movie for like the adults can't act as good as this child like i don't know i really i find amber very likable yeah and i like the queen a lot yeah but the queen was never meant to really hold any screen time no, but when she does, it's just, like, do you get the sense that the, like, tomfoolery is an inherited trait? Oh, absolutely. I wish, I guess, uh, no, I wish Richard was more like that. <laughs> but I guess it's implied that he's, like, the king. But we don't see any, like, no flashbacks or anything of their childhood. So it really doesn't hold any water. Right. It's just kind of boring. And he's a dick who stole her cab. Like, that's kind of it. (laughs) He's generic prince. With his fake beard at the beginning. That's kind of funny. It's so bad. I'm like, oof. Y'all couldn't, like... It's so fucking funny. A professional to do that? You just decided to, like, what? Go sweep some hair off the floor of a salon, glue it to this man's face? (laughs) You could get, like, a. Like, even, like, a fucking spirit Halloween quality fake beard. You had to. (laughs) It just looks bad. Oof. But this immediately erased within, like, the first couple scenes of him being revealed to be Prince. And he fully looked like a different person without the once the beard was gone. Yeah. Which is just, like, how beards work. Mm. But I, like, legitimately wondered for a second if it was a different actor when it had the beard. <laughs> they didn't even bother getting this man, like, a fake beard and a wig. They're just like, hey, you look close enough. You're another white man. Get in here. Steal this woman's cab for a bit. And then swing a child <laughs> around. And then get out. Get out. That's it. Get out. It's so incredibly funny. But then after that, he, like, kind of gets all of his personality erased as well. Because he was, like, a little, like, playful when the, he was, uh, like, riffing I mean, off Emily. see that with the snowball fight and stuff. Yeah, it's just, like, so few and far between. Like, I wish we just got a really rambunctious royal family for the series. That would have been so fun. Like, I don't, these movies, a lot of movies that are like marries into royal family kind of thing, they get so wrapped up on the fact that it's a royal family and forget to make good people. So they all kind of just blend together. And it, after a while, it's like, how many times do I have to see some fucking family with a British accent be posh and boring? Like, I want them all to be rascals. And we only got the one. I love her to death. Again, she was my saving grace for all these movies. And you see with Emily in it, I was like, thank God. Some content. (laughs) I will be entertained now. Thank you. 
but if we got more of the queen acting <laughs> acting like she's going to sentence Amber to death for not inviting her to go sledding um, <laughs> and just generally like crank up that fucking dial on the, <laughs> the silly for the prince I would have loved these movies quite a bit more <laughs> I didn't really have a problem with it I guess because they're royals and they like have to act a certain way whereas Emily's the... child yeah but even then like this is in private like there's a big ass fucking mansion that people are clearly not invited to <laughs> she just sneak in oh my god do we want to go back a little bit though because she got into the castle because she was going to interview going to a press conference to write this piece on the prince and then yeah, the prince and then like, are you the canceled. new tutor she's just like uh-huh. yeah Stole this woman's I job. Fucking love. I don't know what his official position is, and I don't know his character name because I'm not entirely sure if it was ever given. But like the royal aid man who was just like, "Oh, you're the tutor, yes, you're the tutor," <laughs> to a woman with a very obvious press badge still attached to her. And she's, <laughs> she's like, like "Uh huh." Yeah, and he's like, "Cool. <laughs> Let me show you the queen." He's just walking around and he's like, I'm making choices that I'm not at all getting cleared by anybody and I'm just gonna fucking go about my day. I love him. God, he's so funny. <laughs> and like, in later scenes it's kind of like, kind of like wink wink nudge nudge that he knew all along and he's just like having a bit of a laugh. Like he didn't know <laughs> what this would result in. He was like, what? wouldn't it be wild if I got this lady to <laughs> to take the position of the tutor. <laughs> oh my god, I want that confirmed, and I want more of that kind of energy for the rest of the movies. It's just like, <laughs> I think I will just make this woman the tutor now. That's Usually just my... not the, what this kind of movie is, though. Oh my god, but there's nothing saying it can't be. <laughs> I want this is these not a romantic to... comedy. I. I need it to be because then it's nothing. It's not entertaining. I just sit here for like an hour and a half and watch people clumsily say half sentences and then knock over a vase. (laughs) Almost kill a woman with a bow and arrow. Like that's... This movie tried to be a rom-com now that I'm realizing it. Like, there's a lot of moments. Only kind of. They Weird. all, like, little elements of it. But, like, there's still a difference. I hate that there's a difference. I want it to be one cohesive genre so that I can at least have fun. No. I didn't have fun in this movie. I did. Um. Then... I don't want to like over summarize. Yeah. So like they think she's the tutor except the princess figures it out like right away. Which is so funny. Agrees to help her as long as she tells the truth about Richard. Um and then obviously like she and Richard fall for each other. But then mm-hmm. it turns out that she lied. So it's like, oh no, drama, but it's not actually drama and it's fine. Yeah. 
Um, she finds uh, the adoption papers for Richard. Simon goes through her room, fucking outs her and Richard in the one fell swoop. That's like the drama. And then, yeah, and that. But then they find the will of the king saying that the law is changed to allow Richard to still take the throne, even though he's adopted. Mm-hmm. And um, then... And then they agree to get married in a year. Yes. She goes back to... Where, where is she from? City? City? I want to say New York because her dad runs... Oh, it is New York because they specifically say, like, New York Deli in the second one. Oh, okay. So, she's from New York. And so she goes back, quits her job, and starts working at her dad's diner. And he shows up outside the diner and they get... He proposes to her, I think, on New Year's? Yeah. It's very sweet. Um... I didn't realize um, the height difference between them until that scene. She is way taller. Way fucking taller. I was like, girl, you're going to fuck up your neck so fast <laughs> kissing this man. And then she makes a blog post and it goes like crazy viral. And so she's able to make money by blogging. Which I wish wasn't a through line for the three movies. I wish it stopped at the one. <laughs> but spoiler. It's her job. As you all know. Her job after the wedding is queen. Queen slash blogger. I have two jobs. I'm a modern woman. I blog. <laughs> and I also rule a small country. Um... Um. But yeah, it's so that's the first movie. It's um, pretty it's, standard. It's probably my least favorite of the three. Really? Yes. I think it's solidly mid mid ground for me. And then I don't know which of the other ones. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the second one. Yeah, it's um all about this the wedding. One mixed feelings about okay because a lot of it is just more entertaining in general to me but then there's Sahil yeah you want to die every single time he's on the screen yeah and Um, they decided to bring him back in the third one too like who asked for that before we get into that before we yeah. get into that, because there's a lot to say about that. Um, I have yeah. a small, little, itty-bitty, tiny, tiny, major gripe with the second movie. <laughs> they recast Pops. Yeah. That's not I the didn't same notice. fucking dad. I noticed because I genuinely liked the father character in the first movie. And now, like, this dude is just hamming it up. And I hate it. I'm like, he was the first movie. It was such like a, like he was clearly very <laughs> New York Italian, as they come. But it still was like, number one character trait was good, kind, supportive dad. And in the second one, they're like, this dude's just like, ah, ah, hey. <laughs> and it's like, shut up. 
<laughs> You've made me hate your dad. I didn't got- hate him. He annoyed me so fucking much the entire fucking time. I was like, ah! I was too distracted <laughs> by my hatred for Sahil. No, he wasn't as bad as Sahil, but there was a level of melancholy going on in the second movie going like, we had it so good. And then they slapped me right in the face. And then they brought Sahil in to stab me. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, yeah. let's transition back into Sahil. He is such a caricature. Yeah. It's really god-awful. It's I awful. Mean, good for them for attempting more diversity. But, um, Jesus Christ, guys. Did you talk to any gay man? Did you talk to any, any person from India in any capacity at all? Because, woof. Because, Jesus Christ. Woof. This is not a person. No. This is literally a card. This, is, this feels like he is a walking family guy punchline. Yeah, and you can like that's that's my problem with the second one is that like you can tell that they clearly tried to make the second one more of a romantic comedy. Mhm. But the ways they did that were just awful. Were not funny or enjoyable. No, exactly. It was just But there was more happening. Yeah. There was more happening and like they dumbed all of all of the fucking characters down to make it more comedic. Like in the first movie, like Amber, God, I had the biggest gripes with Amber with the character changes for her because she was like smart and capable, a little headstrong. She was clearly knew who she was, knew what she wanted, but as evidence, she was willing to put up with shit if she knew it would like help her in the long run. Right. <laughs> Clearly, by, like, her shitty job position for so long. But now, she's, like, up in arms over everything. She's like, it's not my wedding if I have to wear a dress that is... Di-. It's like, bitch, you're marrying into the royal family. Wear an ugly fucking dress. <laughs> See, I actually agreed with her the whole time. I don't like it's just it seems like too much of a fun. it's like whatever you were I was like were... if I were I would have I actually thought she did a good job with it I would have killed Sahil and the advisor lady it's like or there were anything. better ways of going about it it's like clearly that dress wasn't going to work for anybody the one that they had designed if they had gotten it was the queen disgusting. in there she, yeah if they had gotten the queen in there she would have fucking like said like it's clear like, they were just fucking with her, and Sahil was being, like, avant-garde. But, like, she's like, this isn't me, and it's like, it's not about you. It is about her, though. It's her wedding. It's not her wedding, because she's wearing into the royal family. Like it's She's going to be the queen. It's her wedding. They're, like, I understand, like, she has, she, like, an image she has to uphold. This is for a whole country. Like, I, it's, her choice isn't the only choice to take into account it is though hers and richard's 
Absolutely. Okay, no. His fucking cho- opinion means nothing for dresses. Like, I'm sorry. Groom- no, not for the dress. I just mean the wedding choices In should general, only be theirs. But, like, the dress thing, I think, was so stupid. Like, clearly, that dress was not... And I know it was supposed to be, like, that was part of the comedy. But it's, like, it was just frustrating on everybody's end. That scene was way too too drawn out. Nobody was willing to compromise on anything. Like, you gotta work with them. And, like, clearly, like, I don't even know what her vision for her dress was. Like, if we had seen, like, her, like, looking at dresses and, like, oh, this is what I want, I think it might have been more impactful. But at that point, it was just, like... No, you can't fucking wear Converse. Why not? <laughs> She's the queen. And? At least wear flats. No. It's just, it's so fucking stupid. And it, it didn't seem like that would have been an issue in the first movie. Like, I, they mentioned her Converse in the first movie, but it was clearly like, she came there as a reporter, so she didn't have stuff to be wearing around a castle, clearly. I understood right. that. And they're like, and I thought it was like more of like people like kind of picking up on that. But now it's like a character trait. She won't wear anything other than Converse, and that's aggravating. <laughs> no, I, I agreed wholeheartedly with everything she did in this movie. No. <laughs> If I ever got married, I would be the same way. You'd be a bridezilla? Yes. That's awful. That's why I'm, I will never get married. <laughs> Good. I don't want to have to be involved in that wedding party. You would kill me. I I won't get married. I don't believe in it. <laughs> it would have <laughs> both of us killed by each other's hand. Um, but it's... It's such a weird half of the movie plot when the other half of the movie's plot was none of the people in the country are getting paid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought it was just... God, and all the fucking takes that her dad had on the situation too were so shitty. God, they really made him an idiot. <laughs> He's like, so they ain't getting paid? <laughs> Well, they need to shut up. And it's like, what? You own a diner. You own a diner in America. Dude, are those people getting paid? Are you paying your workers, cops? Oh my god, but it's just like... There were so many people complaining. They're like, you need to do something. We're not getting paid and we're going on strike. And those people were set up to be, like, unreasonable. And, like, just like... Oh no, they're making the prince feel bad. It's like, he should feel bad. Figure it out fa- faster and better. That was really, it was really frustrating for me when they wouldn't let Amber help. Yeah. Because then she figured it out in like half an hour. Her and I guess the prince, the, <laughs> the squad. princess who hasn't, um, who hasn't been able to hold on to a tutor past like a month, who is somehow capable of bureaucratic hacking. Um, the princess and the two friends. Yeah. Whose like, names I journalists. can't remember. 
Andy and Melissa. Andy I made and notes. Melissa. But <laughs> oh my god, it's just I this movie is the worst in my opinion of the three. It's just so muddled, and I really hate that. Yeah, like now that I'm thinking about it again, it's also my least favorite of the three. They they ruined a lot of the characters. Um, in attempts to make it funnier, they did really up Prince Richard's character so that he was also spitting some jokes. I, I enjoyed him in this movie, I will admit. This is a good Prince Richard movie. Um, and like a lot of the Emily development is very funny in context. Like she's a hacker and a gamer as well. Very funny. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. Focus more on those scenes where she was just fucking like hacking and then she'd switch to another tab to like make it look like she wasn't up to some nasty shit. And she, switch like, to play. another tab to. Yeah, she was like fucking got like a 70 kill streak on Counter Strike. <laughs> she's not even like playing it consistently because again, she's hacking for the majority of the time, but bitch is fucking sniping like crazy. Oh my god, that would be so funny. Those are two of my notes, by the way. Emily is a hacker, and then right under, and a gamer? Uh, it really stuck with me. Yeah. No, just princess, unfortunately. <laughs> For now. They didn't change that law until Baby was born. So, unfortunately, Emily can't be the queen. Sad. But, yeah, this movie was... Because, again, I don't know. Maybe in a different time when we weren't in the wraps of a recent financial crisis approaching rapidly to another one, um, I would feel differently about the plot line involving a financial crisis. No, it felt very insensitive. Yeah. Especially since instead of, like, taking these people's struggles seriously, it was like, they are instead a plot device to make the prince feel bad and incapable of his own ruling capacity and give Amber something to do to make herself look useful. It's like, maybe don't use the very, especially when it's like positioned around Christmas time as well. Like these people are not getting paid and now they're getting laid off on top of it. And they have yeah. the people that we are choosing to focus on are the people with children. Like, I don't, want to see that (laughs) it's awful it's awful and it's not a fun like light-hearted kind of tension situation like this is there are whole movies about this specific reality and how much it fucking sucks to live in yep i don't want it to be the backdrop of this decadent (laughs) dripping in money wedding But it's yeah. fine because it turned out it was all embezzling and everybody got paid. Yeah, it was all embezzling and they immediately got that money back and right back into the, the country. Which is not realistic, but nope. okay. But sure, if that's how you want to assume white collar crime works, which I know, I know how it works and that is not how it works. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, okay, then the third movie. Yeah, I don't, like, I'm getting, like, upset. I don't want to. Um, still Bad Pops. Uh, looks like but we're barely. Him. He's but barely, barely there. 
Um, it's just every time he comes on the screen, I get a little bit sadder. That's not my pops. She's hashtag still a not my pops. Yeah, hashtag not my pops. Still blogging. She's still a blogger. As the um, queen. This movie is very funny because, like, the first movie and, like, a little bit of the second movie have set up, like, that she's still very, very close with her coworkers that were her friends. And, like, like they're clear, like, they're coming in for the wedding. Like, they're big parts of the wedding and her wedding party. And in this movie, when both of her friends come up, she's entirely shocked at, like, the events in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, did she just stop fucking talking to them after she got married? Like, Melissa's dating her husband's cousin. Does she never see her? That's why she doesn't see her. That's fair. <laughs> Avoiding Simon at all costs. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about in the second movie. <laughs> you know, Simon came back and he's like, please let me live here again. I'm sorry I tried to steal the crown, but now I'm broke because I forgot to make my, my wife sign a prenup. <laughs> she has all my money. It's what he deserves. It's so funny. I'm so glad that that was the choice we made with Simon. Between okay. the choice of him not showing up at all or him being like... <laughs> so anyways. Yeah, anyway. Um, Melissa and Simon are dating. Melissa and Simon are dating. And he is working for Sahil. Working with Sahil. It is an equal working partnership that they um seem to not communicate during at all. Which is fun. Yeah, it's... I just didn't... I don't want to be seeing Sahil. (laughs) Yeah. And I think having him... Having them be business partners was very cowardly on Netflix's part. Especially since they set it up that Andy was really fucking jonesing for that fashion designer dick. Yeah. uh... It was weird. Cucked himself. But Andy's character path is so funny. Like, he was a reporter, and then the business went under in the second movie, and now he's a night security guard, and now he runs a business. Like, what did this man do for college? Who I want knows? to know. I want to know. How did he get a... How did he get a business... Who knows? Is he qualified? They're not or... going to explain it. It's they're not. I'm sure that they like forgot what his job was for the last couple movies anyway. Um so then like the whole thing with the third movie is She's pregnant. She's well, yeah. And then there's the um Royals visiting from China. Yeah. And they have to re-sign the truce now that they both got married. Now that there's queens. Oh no no! They, it's it's like every two hundred years. Oh yeah, every every hundred like... years, I think. Yeah, it's like something. It's a but anyways, they have to sign this truce that um, the nations created, like when they are warring and. Like ancient times or whatever. Otherwise they'll go back to war and the baby will be cursed. It's just so weird. Like there was a throwaway line that's like the two nations will go back to war and 
which is kind of interesting to think about for two nations where they don't have standing armies anymore. And I was just, that hit me as like someone born and raised in America. I'm like, no standing army. Mm-hmm. I could not wrap my head around that for a minute. And then I'm like, Oh wait, no, that's a thing. People do that now. Swartz, modern people who don't <laughs> send people to die in pursuit of economic gain. Wild to think. And oh. the stakes are also high because, like, for one, they'll go back to war, I guess. Which doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would they have to go back to war just because of that? Exactly. But also, um, Aldovia owes a bunch of money to Panglia. Yeah. Like a whole fucking lot of money. And that plot line is very funny because it gets resolved in the plot that Melissa thinks Simon is uh, being a nasty boy again and cheating on her with his college friend. Which, like, that was also bullshit because they're like, we're just friends. And he's like, okay, we dated for a little bit in college, but it's over. It's like, she was clearly hitting on him the entire fucking time. Yeah. Like, Like, Melissa was not fucking crazy. No. It's just like, but the stakes did feel like more real in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, it made more sense to me. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think we needed like the baby will be cursed kind of deal. No, but that was it. funny. Because it was funny? Amber has, it, was, it was really funny because Amber just believed that. Yeah. And that was hilarious to me. She read that and she was like, oh fuck, curses are real and my baby will be cursed. My baby is going to be cursed. I, like, I, I 100%. Like, I understand Emily kind of taking that seriously because she is a child. But yeah, and a gamer, so and a gamer. She's a child and a gamer, and we all know what Fable does to you. You believe any any curse lore? God, that game's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> I need to find my old Xbox so I can <laughs> get back into Fable. But any <laughs> <laughs> anyways, this episode is now over. No. <laughs> I have to play Fable now. I will get slapped <laughs> around by giant mushroom men. Goodbye. Uh, but yeah, so it's like, it's believable for Emily to under, but like, she's just like, I just wanted you to know just in case. And it's like, oh, fuck. Absolutely. I totally understand. And um, my baby will be cursed. And Richard? Richard, we can't let our baby be cursed. Also, I'm in labor now. Which like, I get that they're not aware that they're in a movie, but how did they not expect their baby to fucking decide to be born (laughs) early on Christmas if everything else in this fucking country revolves around fucking Christmas? Like, Richard was... Richard's coronation was um, on or around Christmas. (laughs) Their wedding was on Christmas. 
the and treaty the baby's had to born be signed like, on Christmas. The baby's born like two weeks early, so it's born on Christmas. Like, how did they not fuck? And like, they had to know this was a fucking possibility when they fucked nine months before Christmas. Like, well, I they know fucked how- nine months before New Year's. Okay, but New Year's but is still, still incredibly close to Christmas. That's the real and curse, how- is that everything has to happen to them on Christmas. Yeah. And that's like a separate curse. That it's was an Eldovian... <laughs> that's actually Amber's curse. <laughs> Christmas curse. <laughs> the Christmas. Christmas Prince. Christmas Prince. But, God, I really, I really, really, really loved both the um, royals from Panglia, Ty and I really liked The the queen, especially, she was Mm -hmm. so fucking sweet. Yeah. And, like, incredibly kind to Amber. And, like, that scene where Amber is giving birth and, like, she's helping her through it and she's like, motherhood is the only thing that's important to me. And, like, you can clearly tell it's just genuinely because she loves her children so goddamn much. And she's, like, yeah. incredibly excited for this, to help this woman through this process and to see the beginning of this woman becoming a mother. Like, I almost teared up. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, like, this was my favorite of the three. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, for sure. By such a word. Partly the plot felt a lot tighter. Yeah. Like, there wasn't as much extra bullshit. It was just finally but wrapped into the plot. Like, genuinely enjoyed most of the characters. The human connections in this movie in particular were so wholesome. So good. It just, it felt so much more real it did it just felt really realistic and it was really like like the only character I even didn't hate Simon in this one no I the, like the only character I can fully say I'm like get rid of him in this movie would have been better for would be Sahil mm-hmm. because just like he I don't do want to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> he's so teeth gratingly annoying. He is. His presence is has... abrasive. <laughs> his his re- existence as a character is a hate crime. It is. Like, just... <laughs> like literally. <laughs> um... The caricature. Yeah. Thank God. There's like nothing. He doesn't feel like a real person. No. That has thoughts either. He's just kind of like he's like the that compilation video from Barbie Princess and the Popper of Primogen just going oh! like that's just Sahil as a character. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bad. Especially since like I understand the reason of him being there could have been a lot more fun if he was the one to help with the nursery. But instead, we get the scene of Prince Richard and uh, King Ty 
going up and building this IKEA crib. I loved it. God, it was so I, yeah. good, so funny. That scene, and like the scene that it's like kind of juxtaposing of Amber and Queen Ming, like talking at the baby shower about like, yeah. It's God. I if there's a fourth one, I really hope that these characters get brought back along with like her American friends as well because like we have seen like them forge some real genuine connection with another ruling couple in this movie. And yeah. like God, that's amazing. They did that so well. I'm floored by that. It's ridiculous how it's well really good. And like it worked I was really like, well. I was a little wary in like a couple scenes because like mm. It felt like they were maybe setting us up. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be them, but it felt like they were maybe setting us up to suspect that either the king or queen had hidden the treaty so that they can, like, kickstart a new war. But it never got that far where it was, like, clearly, like, this is our red herring that we chose. Like, they chose Simon in conjunction with their aide. Yeah. Which is just, like, Simon's a bastard. And, okay. But, like, I'm glad that we never really went far enough into, like, suspecting, like, the non-white couple. No, exactly. It's, like, they were such sweet, sweet characters. I love it. And, like, she had crocheted the baby a whole-ass hat in the day. It's so cute. Oh, my God. Um, I love that. The, The queen so much. Me too. She was so good. I'm so, so fucking glad. Like, after the royal wedding, I was, like, I had to take a very long break so I could, like, prepare myself for another one of these movies. And it's just, like, shocking how much better this one was. It's like a breath of fresh air after the royal wedding. Yeah. The royal wedding felt suffocating. Like, I was drowning in all that tool or whatever. But, like... Yeah, but this Christmas one was Prince, like the royal baby was. I felt reborn. I was the royal baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was easily my favorite of the three. Got it. Yeah, it, there's no like touching it. If there's a fourth one, we'll see. Maybe I doubt every it. every even number Christmas Prince movie is god awful. Um, who knows? I'm just excited yeah, for Christmas I... night too. Or night before Christmas. Yeah. The night but... before Christmas too. <laughs> it's his brother. <laughs> I just so so incredibly glad that this movie came out this year. And I didn't have to end my Christmas Prince, <laughs> like, understanding with the royal wedding. Yeah. Like, they both ended the same where it was like, our trusted advisor is actually the evil one and trying to whatever. But it's like, oh, well, who cares? I got a whole fucking movie of another royal couple that's just genuinely cool ass people. Right. <laughs> 
really got to see the prince rescue the doctor from a snowbank on horseback. God, can you imagine having like a home birth in a fucking castle? No. I would I would not want to be in the castle for that. I can't imagine being in a castle. No. She <laughs> fucking birthed that baby in the royal bed. She really did. Disgusting. They gotta sleep in that shit. Disgusting. But yeah, and like this movie did carry over some unfortunate fa- things that we added to Amber's character later on. We're like they did the cheap feminism thing for her too. They're like, I'm the queen, so I should get to sign the treaty. It's like Okay. Doesn't really mean much. This is kind of like a fake treaty anyway. It's not like y'all are gonna kill each other now. Like the worst is you're gonna have to they're gonna collect on your debts. I don't think that's right. the issue here, Amber. It's like Queen Ming should be able to sign the treaty because she does so much for this country. It's like yeah, but also like it's not like this is a big thing for her country in particular. <laughs> They're not the ones who owe like however much debt. I know, like this isn't like a a national document for their country. This is just like a treaty between right. both con- like this on like that gets signed every like 100 200 years. Like it's not that big a deal, Amber. <laughs> Maybe you should start with other documents prior to this one. Ones that mean something pretty relatively sooner than the next hundred years. It's so stupid. It's like it really is hung up on this. This. Um. And then also, um, we glossed over this again because royal wedding again was not great. Emily did get a boyfriend. I did oh, not yeah. remember his name. But so many I don't of those either, scenes, but it was it was cute. It was cute, but it's like so many of those scenes I was just thinking, I'm like, this this boy's got it fucking made. He doesn't have to do like as long as he can like yeah. continue to suck up to the princess, like he's got an in. Yeah. <laughs> this prep <laughs> prep school son of a bitch has got it made now. Yeah. As soon as they turn thirteen sixteen, his girlfriend's buying him a fucking car. No, literally. That like, kid's God got it made. Damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so, uh, like, in- infuriating. He's, like, the most, like... God, he looks like... He looks like if it was, like, 2012, he would have been posting videos of him on YouTube singing with an acoustic guitar and then got famous off of that. Yeah. That's exactly he does. what he, he looks like. <laughs> and it's just, uh, like... And now he's dating a very high-ranking member of the royal family. <laughs> and all they fucking care about is, like, what What do 15-year-olds care about? Pokemon? Minecraft? Minecraft? Dude, he's never gonna have to pay for his own Minecraft subscription again. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> he gets all the Minecraft skins he wants. <laughs> oh, dude, that's right. She's a gamer, too. God, yeah. he's like rolling in the loot boxes. He's got the rare skins <laughs> in Overwatch. <laughs> Big so game together funny. for hours. Dude. <laughs> like it's just we didn't need for her to have a romance. In fact, like in the second movie, I was expecting the dad to get a romance. 
I thought they were going to like try to turn the dad and the chef into a romance. Exactly, and I was not here for it because she looked no, but way they didn't. too young for him. And yeah, instead he's just collecting extra daughters, which I think is a better use of that character, honestly. Yeah, because again, he in the first movie he was set up as um, Alta Dad, like everybody's dad. Christmas Prince pops from movie one is my dad now. I'm forcibly <laughs> making this character adopt me, but. Yeah, so I'm glad instead of him romancing this um, chef who was about his daughter's age, he just gets another daughter. A new Russian cook daughter. I support it. I love it. Heartedly. So good. And then, like, I love when he finally gets in after his flight was delayed (laughs) in um, Christmas Prince Royal Baby, and he just, like, hugs Sahil. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, he's like, this is my friend now. <laughs> like of all the <laughs> characters, it was weird. It's so funny, and like, so he was uncomfortable. He don't want it, but like, that's what he gets. <laughs> it's incredibly funny, and I'm so glad that happened. Yeah, but um, um yeah, the third. Then she really- they. Have the baby, and they name it's a girl. Mm-hmm. They name her after her mom, which was no, sweet. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, oh, oh my god, we got for the third movie, we got the reveal of the um, oft mentioned dungeons. Oh, yes, so good. <laughs> They look like the set dressing for the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and I love how they sent <laughs> when <laughs> Amber finally figures out, she's like, hey, maybe the treaty's down in the dungeons. <laughs> she sends the 15-year-old girl who is in a wheelchair and the elderly queen down to the dungeons to find it uh-huh. when Andy and Melissa are in the room. <laughs> Two fit, young, able-bodied people <laughs> who at the most are dealing with their shitty boyfriend maybe cheating on them. And she's just like, now send those, send the other two. They need some, some mother-daughter bonding. <laughs> They can talk about all the games Emily's playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, this girl's on crutches. And this is a stone dungeon in disrepair. There would have been many a crack for her to fucking trip over. <laughs> and then the other one is the queen. <laughs> Ex-queen. Former queen. Like, What? <laughs> I just thought it was very, very funny. Like, I understand not sending Ming or Ty down there because, like, it's not their fucking castle. It's not their fucking job. Right. But, like... (laughs) Of the two people... The two people you choose to send down there are probably at the greatest risk of injuring themselves. Like, fucking... They get locked in a cell. 
and Emily has to use her crutch to get the keys off the wall. And in the process, <laughs> she falls and fucking smacks her her back on like a jagged stone like dais in the middle of the cell. Like she could have fucking like concussed Died. or killed herself. Like it's a cracked ass stone. Like you could have killed your sister in law. <laughs> but surprise, the treaty's in there. The treaty's in there and they're able to sign it a minute before the curse takes hold. No Christmas love- curse for the Christmas baby. No, the baby was the curse. <laughs> How incredibly like <laughs> convenient that about like a month before they had ratified something into law that states just like the firstborn is the heir to the throne and not the firstborn son anymore because like <laughs> hmm. How fucking I convenient. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh, so they're having a girl. Right. So it's going to be a girl now. They have a daughter. Which I I prefer. Because, again, naming it after her mother. This is really good. Very sweet. But. (laughs) What if they had a boy and they named him Pops? (laughs) Yeah, that's his actual name. He is Pops and she just calls her dad by his first name. Oh, his dad's name. His name she is Rudy. She doesn't know his name. She it's on the diner. Amber. Amber, it's on the diner. Amber. <laughs> Rudy could be anybody. Certainly not my father. <laughs> God, it's so funny. I, um... Again, we've already kind of run, ran through our rankings. It's pretty concise. Um, at the bottom is the wedding. Mid-tier yep. is the first one. And Royal Baby is just so far above. It's got everything. So far above. It's got minimal the heel. It's got um, first. It's got it's- <laughs> Intrigue. It's got <laughs> yeah, it's got political intrigue. It's got proposals again. <laughs> it's got rescuing your midwife via horseback in the middle of a snowstorm. It's got gamer princess and her mom getting trapped in the dungeon. Everything. It's got Everything. ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the ghosts turned out to be real. That'd be that funny. Been, like a fun like plot twist in the fucking third act that they're locked in the dungeon. She can't reach the keys, and instead, this fucking apparition of the very first king to sign the treaty is like, "Here, I got you." <laughs> 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 fucking materializes, picks up the keys, and lets them out. Oh, I want that to have happened so bad. And then, like, that's it. That's just the last Christmas Prince movie they make, too. So we're all just left with the knowledge that ghosts are real. They're in the dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) And we're never getting any more content for it. That's just how life is now. That's the facts. We have solved our financial crisis on the verge of another. And um, ghosts are real now. (laughs) Ghosts are real. 
and they're watching you give birth. <laughs> they won't stop the treaty from being stolen or hidden, but they will unlock the gate. <laughs> uh, that's the what like I would let everything else in this fucking movie trilogy slide if I had the chance to write for this movie I would just write in the ghosts are real Jesus Christ like that's all I want out of it and then it's the perfect movie you agree okay. with me I don't <laughs> if the ghost was there it'd be the perfect movie Everything's the same except the ghost is real. He is there. I don't need the ghost to be there. We all need the ghost to be there. (laughs) We don't. For America, for Aldovia, we need the ghost to be real. (sighs) But, yeah, without, without this third movie, I would be feeling a whole different type of way of this fucking franchise. Is this a franchise? It's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. What count? Like, do we need merch now if it's a franchise? I think so. I don't know how it works. It's like, what is that? What is that YouTube family where, like, they made like a light, a realistic baby doll version of their newborn? I don't fucking That's... know. I don't like that. It was weird. Um, I saw that on Twitter, like, I think last year, and I was like, oh, fuck, what the hell? But um, that's going to be the Christmas baby merch, is a realistic version of the baby that played the Christmas baby. Yikes. And you get to hold it. And that's your baby now. Jesus Christ. I'm a fan of Netflix's Christmas Prince. See my baby? imagine having net like merch for like a netflix original <laughs> calling out everybody who has a stranger things t-shirt right now <laughs> everybody who's been into a hot topic <laughs> stranger things is the only one i can like see but i also yeah. haven't watched like that many netflix originals so. yeah i don't really a lot of sci-fi shows so I could probably see that too I know they have merch for the Dark Crystal show well that's not a Netflix original oh wait Dark no, Crystal. yes it is I was thinking of his Dark Materials that's oh, on me that's Bo. yeah but okay. um I guess that was the Christmas Prince trilogy yeah I got through it with help of copious amounts of spike cider. So. God, I wish that were me. I blasted through so much and just watched the first two movies in one sitting and I was like, okay, I gotta. I can't. It's like he'll ruin it for me, my momentum. He does that. He does that. I had to stop after the second one, too. <laughs> It really is a okay. dark time, but then you get to the third movie. I think that's the yeah. takeaway. They're bingeable yes. up until you finish the second one, and then you're like, ugh. And then you gotta take a break, but then the third movie is a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I can't imagine watching the third movie directly after. I don't think it's physically possible. Like, I think you're so worn down by the second movie that you're like, I need a day. I that's how it was for me, at least. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, overall, other I liked the first one. I really liked the third one. The second, the second one, one was not good. Not good. Um, I don't Especially have much else. Those, I don't yeah. really have anything else to say. No. I just want to say, like, I think it's entirely possible that you could just full out, fully skip the second one. If you want to watch these movies, I would recommend it because nothing really happens. Like, you know they're going to get married. It's a royal romance movie like they're gonna get married you don't need a whole movie for it you definitely don't need a movie that shows you scenes of the princess sad that her play was cancelled because the workers are on strike because they are not getting an income yeah yikes so many of those scenes she was just like but my play I won't get to kiss the boy and it's like these people can't eat (laughs) yeah if yeah, I think the second movie could have been redeemed if they had even like remotely tried to use that as like a alert. It was like, hey, yeah, I know your play um, got canceled and you're upset about that, but like you need a reality. It's like you all need a reality check. Like this isn't the issue here. Isn't how it's making you feel. It's how these people are not able to. Yeah. Like and then yeah. it's Christmas time on top of it. So, their anyways, kids can't comprehend their income. The kids just know that Santa hates them now because their parents can't so, afford presents. Yeah, it was the second movie you, is wholly aggravating. The second one, you can. Yeah, I think I think it's for the benefit of everybody. Um, if you want to skip the movie, the second movie, I do recommend at least watching the third one. It's sweet. <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like I can't say enough good about the the Pangolin royal family. It's so good. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our official Santa um, Christmas princes. Skip the second one. Yes. So, uh <laughs> so for more of this, just uh subscribe to our podcast and any kind of podcasting medium that you listen to podcasts on i assume you know where that is if you're listening to this episode so if not (laughs) it's gonna be it's gonna be on the screen (laughs) once you tap back into it don't worry (laughs) follow us on twitter at dumb binge binge um follow us on tumblr at dumb binge binging with dashes between each word we are on Patreon. It's just it's $2 a month. Only the one tier. You get every episode a day early. It's um, a lofty goal, but it will go towards getting us better recording equipment because we know this sounds like ass currently. Yes. <laughs> so help us help um, you. <laughs> we Thank have... you for listening. Oh. We have a pretty interesting next month plan, so stay tuned for that. I'm very excited um, for at least the first Yeah, episode. and stay tuned for our next episode, which will be The Snowman. Which... <sighs> stay tuned, Mr. Police. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, thank you for listening. This, this has been, been dumb, dumb binge binging. binging.